12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Stories welcomes you to Otherworld Seattle, a story-heavy, rules-light, Call of Cthulhu actual play. And now, our keeper, Wes Otis. Otherworld Seattle. My name is Wes Otis, and I'm here with some wonderful players. Uh, let us start with Pooja. Hello, I am Pooja playing Mira Rao, friendly neighborhood goth who was just trying to keep her very, very new relationship with Greek deity lawyer person a secret while also attempting not to get embroiled in other cosmic multiverse feuds. Hey, I'm Michelle and I am playing Maribel Ochoa. And yeah, you know, when we started out on this adventure, I thought maybe some ghosts, maybe some aliens, a Sasquatch or two. Man, this has gotten weird. Hello, I'm playing Bailey Wolf. And uh, I know they're talking about avoiding things, but uh, it's way too late for me. (laughs) There's, There's no avoiding. Let's be clear. Hey y'all, I am Mac and I am playing Cecil Mulgrove and uh, we'll see just how much more trouble she could possibly get in, especially where the men in black are concerned. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. And that's a good place to jump into a recap. Basically, in the last episode, you all got an offer that you're not sure if you can refuse from the messenger god to take out Lilith. It didn't tell you how it wants you to take out Lilith or the repercussions, and that has weighed heavily on your minds. You went to the local library, the school library, which Mira's father had taken you before, that has a room of occult books to look through, and you did some research, and you found out that the messenger god and Lilith in particular are singular deities or singular entities. They only exist in one place and they are able to go between the different realities. Whereas it seems like most everything else has different versions of itself throughout the universe. So there are infinite Baileys, infinite Cecils and so on, especially for Cecil because she has clones. He also revealed to you that For some reason, your spirits or your consciousness seems to be controlling other people that aren't even versions of you. So there's infinite numbers of those people as well throughout time and space that you have some connection to, but as humans, you have no way of tapping into that. So you don't quite know what that all means. You looked up through the library about 
one of these personalities that was connected to Bailey in Arkham. And you found out that the city kind of died out because of financial depression and the death of the university that was there after the 30s, like late 30s. They also had a cover-up about a nearby city that was raided by the FBI that Cecil was going to look into Innsmouth. You also found out that Zeus came back, very young, godlike, chiseled, and naked. Themis came by and picked up Zeus and took them under her wing to help you all be able to concentrate on what you need to. He's having a bit of problems with memory, so remembering 3,000 years. And the fear is it might be an effect of time slowly unraveling because he was near the beginning. He's the first to kind of get affected by this slow unwinding. But according to Themis, you have a little time to make decisions. You've done your research. We were about to find out what Cecil could find out about Arkham. And uh, you actually spoke briefly with Mir's mother. She did slide in a... Your dad's very, very busy and he's working by himself. Comment. <laughs> that is where we're going to pick things up. You were all trying to make decisions. Let's start with uh, Cecil's role for hacking into this and avoiding the men in black. All right. And this is a hard role, just so you know. So it's, I believe it's whatever your percentage by half. Ooh, okay. Um, oh. I would have made it if it wasn't a hard roll because my percentage was 85. Half of that is what? 42.5 round up. So 43. I got a 52. Oh, so close. The security around this is is ridiculous. You're wondering if the information might be even on a dedicated computer that's not hooked up to the military online. At this point, the military and the schools are just starting to really have an internet presence. It's not going to be for another year or two before the internet starts really expanding. It's baby steps right now, basically. Yeah, and it might be on some kind of closed system or something. Okay. Yeah. So you're not sure how you would get into that or if it's even feasible to get into that information at this point. Because if it requires a field trip to some server network or something, some computer place that you could get into the system, then that's definitely a possibility. But you'd have to do kind of a road trip to get there. Well, and what is the name of the paper we're working for again? Seattle Strange. We have a contact there that I could like shoot off an email to about like, can somebody dig up something for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can even contact the editor. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to shoot him an email and be like, hey, I'm working on the story, looking for information about anything connected to the government in Smith. Anything you can dig up would be appreciated. Okay, cool. So there was talk about contacting a divine being about the repercussions of killing Lilith or contacting a messenger god, which seemed like a dangerous thing to do. What was the next move you all wanted to do? I think we should talk to Gabriel. We should try and see if he would know what the repercussions might be. I can tell you in my religious tradition, you, yeah, you can pray to God, but usually you don't talk to God directly. You can talk to him through intermediaries. And, you know, Gabriel might know a little more than most intermediaries, being an archangel and all. 
Yeah, but also probably heavily biased in favor of God. True, but he may be heavily biased in favor of killing Lilith, or maybe he knows that the cosmic repercussions are too great. Because did you stop to think, why did he kill all but one version of Lilith? Why did he leave one there? That was that was actually a question I had, because if your god killed all but one... Yeah, I mean, why would he leave the one if he had the power to kill all of them? Well, isn't that the... I thought that was what we discovered is that he could not kill her for some reason, but he tried. No, he wanted to kill all of them and he missed one was basically the impression I got. But how do you miss one when you're omnipotent? So he just left her alone or met a question? Because I, I definitely thought he tried to kill her. According to the text that you read, he missed one. He killed all of them but one. Hiding yourself from God is not impossible. That has happened in the Old Testament before, so it doesn't last very long, but it has happened. I mean, didn't doesn't last very long in like Old Testament biblical terms, or doesn't last very long in modern lifespan terms? Well, it's funny because Old Testament biblical terms mention people living for hundreds of years, so I don't even know. I mean, it's worth asking Gabriel for sure, but it does seem like one way or another... We are embroiled in something much, much bigger than we are. Yeah. Again? Always. (laughs) So how do we get in contact with Gabriel? Pray really hard. Last time, how did did he find us? Yeah. I want to go to the local Catholic church because Marabella is Catholic. And in the vestibule of the churches, there are always these little prayer books that you can, you know, donate to get and whatever. There's going to be one with a prayer to Gabriel. Okay, after some prayer, he shows up, mainly because Gabriel knows you all and has had dealings with you, and is probably interested in what is going on. He is wearing regular street clothes. He does not have on his normal robes. His wings are not showing. Why all this is going on, is anyone doing anything different or are all of you hanging out at the church to be involved with this? Where are people? I mean, if this is going to take some hours, then I will go and and help my dad with the work. At least rack up some parent points. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get those parent points back up. I feel like I would be concerned enough to probably be part of the hangout. Yeah, or yeah, or just, I don't know if it, we only want one person to call, but maybe I'm also in the pew. Just as a backup? Or something. Yeah. Okay. I think I probably also went with Maribel because I have questions, but have probably checked out a book from the library on like sort of New England history, trying to dig up more about um, what might have caused the weird government thing. So I'm probably reading in the pew, just like chilling. (laughs) All right, cool. So let me jump over to Mira real quick and we will do that scene first and then we'll jump back to the three of you. So Mira, you get back to your parents' mortuary and you go downstairs to where all the bodies are basically embalmed and everything else. And he's got three bodies there. And you know that one of the walls is movable And there's a whole section there where they have all of their old vampire hunting gear. And he turns and looks at you and goes, oh, are you here to work? Yeah, mom mentioned you were kind of in the weeds. You walk in and there's a cage 
that has a person in it. And the person throws itself against the cage door and is hissing. His fangs are out and it's very upset. Your dad says, we seem to have a new infestation of vampires. Anything going on? I mean, first of all, it's not like it's my fault. No one said it was your fault. I was just asking, is there anything going on that we should know about? I mean, same old, same old. But we did find that... Apparently, like, you know how I got that new part-time job at the paper? Yes. And definitely did call you and say that the vampires seem to be coming back for you. Did definitely mention that. Yes, I remember. I'm just wondering if there's anything past that that has happened. Nothing that explains this. Also, honestly, I'm, I'm finding it kind of weird and hard to talk to you about anything while um, there's a vampire in a cage hissing at us. Well, this is just part of the work. I have to take blood samples and do Once you spike them, they disintegrate pretty quick. So we have to take... Sam- anyway, let's go back out and... What samples? Why? There's research that needs to be done. If we can figure out what causes this... I mean... It's supernatural, I know, but there's got to be a way to, I don't know, help these people, you know? Fair. Once they turn this way, it'd be nice not to have to shove a stake through their heart. All right, let's go in the other room. So that brings me to my next part of this conversation that we need to talk about. I'm getting older, obviously. Your mother's getting older. We are not going to be able to continue the family business forever. And I know this has been a hard conversation for us to have, but I respect the fact that you have your own life. At the same time, the work we do is really important. And I need to know if I need to bring a third party in that's not part of the family to take over, or if you're going to be willing to step up and take on a lot more responsibilities around here, including what's in that next room. I mean, with everything that's happened and like, you know, once several different variations of the divine understand that you exist as an individual. I don't really feel like I'm getting out of it, but in terms of this and just gesture around to the regular mortuary services, I'm not ready to take this over. I may never be ready for that side of it. I think that's the important part that we needed to get to because it can't just not continue. We have to have somebody in a position to be able to deal with these things. It doesn't have to land on you, but I needed to know. I mean, I would like to be able to protect myself more. That comes with time, and I understand that. But I'm going to start looking for somebody outside to kind of take over. There are obviously more people than myself doing this kind of work, so it's not like there aren't apprentices who really want to do this kind of job. If you don't really want to do this kind of job, despite the way that your mother might put it, you do have a choice. I understand. And I do appreciate the work that we do. But there's a lot of other stuff going on. And becoming a full-time apprentice here, specifically, isn't going to work right now. That makes sense. Yeah, there's stuff going on. But, like, I think there's always going to be stuff going on. That's been my life. Unfortunately, that's just the way things have kind of turned out. There's always a new fire to put out somewhere. But whether or not I want to take over, 
I'm not going to be able to take over alone, Dad. Are you, are you seeing anybody now that would... No. I mean, it is a family business. And we all know how well my last relationship worked out. I can always hope, honey. Let's table that for a bit. Because <laughs> it's not enough pressure. <laughs> Loud. Well, let's get working on these three uh, and get them prepped and ready. Look, I, I know we put a lot of pressure on you. I, I, I get that. We want the best for you. But sometimes parents can have a hard time understanding that the best for you is not what we think it is. So, you know, we have dreams of what could be, but you develop your own dreams. And so I just want you to be happy, I guess, you know? Thanks, Dad. I know. But sometimes happiness takes a backseat to um, infinite cosmic horror. True. Very true. All right. So you guys get to work on all of that stuff. And we're going to jump over to the others. So it's been a couple hours and suddenly Gabriel does appear sitting next to you, Maribel. And he says, you keep dangerous company. I was reticent to come here. I understand. And we're trying to make it less dangerous (laughs) for ourselves and everyone in the world. How may I be of assistance? Well, first, thank you for showing up. I do appreciate that. I know uh, these are thorny matters. We've been asked by someone who we will not name to, quote unquote, take care of Lilith. Now, we are wondering what would be the cosmic ramifications of that? He goes, well, if you were to ask me that question... 20,000 years ago, or whenever it happened, I would say probably not anything. Lilith now, though, is part of the bigger cosmology of everything. Uh, she is intertwined in a lot of lives and a lot of deaths. And so it would cause ripples. I don't think it would destroy humanity or cause anything like that but it would definitely shake things up and possibly lead to bigger ramifications for especially for those people that she's intertwined with um, or entities that she's intertwined with the secret is this though none of us from the smallest insect to the greatest god matters to life There might be a ripple in the lake, but at some point it will smooth back out because life is bigger than all of us. Even the friend that is asking you to do this particular deed. The point is, is that, yeah, there'd be ramifications. People would die. Some of them not great people. Some of them might be great people. Lilith has killed countless numbers of people. She has a army of vampires that follows her around and worships her. She is a threat to humanity. So taking her out is it a net positive? I would probably say yes. But there's no way to get out of it without blood on your hands. That's the hard part. Tough decisions. Gray areas. Life will be fine without Lilith. But not everybody will be alive after Lilith. So my next question is... Why would this 
entity that I don't want to say their name out loud. Why would they want her dead? And why can't they do it themselves? They could easily snuff out gods. True. Why have us do it? I think it has something to do with the fact that Lilith is the same. So when when God wiped out all of the different versions of Lilith, but the one, somehow she was able to hide herself. Because you're talking infinite amounts of area. Yeah, he's omnipotent, but it was dicey back then. And the fact that she has that trick. See, God's only power is over creation. The person you're speaking of from a different place is not one of his creations, is, a, is actually not connected to him at all, and is a threat to him, a great threat. And that's where the difference is. For some reason, Lilith has slid into that category. She's ascended from being a creation of God to something else. And for some reason, that worries this messenger God. Or he might just hate her. I know that they had an issue a long time ago. And for some reason, he's looking to use you as a tool. I'm willing to bet he wants to link you to all the different versions of yourselves to wipe her out. It's a lot of magic. It's a lot of power. And he has the ability. He uses you as a conduit to every other version of yourself. And if what you say is true, that you have even more versions of yourselves out there, the web becomes enormous. And he can use that power of yours to snuff her out. So what happens to us once he uses that power? Probably what happens to every other battery. Yeah. He goes, that would be my guess. I don't know for sure, but burns you all out, moves on with his life, and there's no more you. I would be very cautious, obviously. But I think Bailey is right with the battery analogy. Bailey, Cecil, do you have any questions? I mean, so many, but very few relevant to this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I guess, wonder if Lilith is this much of a, a thorn in the entity's side, could that also indicate that maybe Lilith could be our solution to not having to deal with it again? Could she possibly even match the power of something like that? That's high stakes poker, to use one of your terms. You're putting a lot in that bet, because if you try to play one side off the other side, you might get smashed in the middle. But it's also not completely out. No matter what you do, no matter what choice you make, it's a dangerous choice. Pick a path and and do it, uh, whatever that is, however you decide to move forward. I wish I had a better answer for you with this particular thing. But Lilith could be your salvation. But it's a dangerous ask. The only other option would be to abstain from choice entirely. Now, I do know that there is... Some sort of symbol, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I believe that there is some form or something like a a symbol that for some reason the gods from outside of our existence have trouble with. They can't get around it. If you could figure out what that symbol is, you could give yourself some protection and maybe some room to breathe. doesn't last forever, but... It's an option. Any guidance on where we could find info on this? It seems like something that wouldn't be uh, in your average library. No, it's definitely something you'd have to find in 
books on these creatures and things like that. I know you're already versed in most of it now that you've been exposed to it. If it gives you some protection from its machinations, then it's worth it, you know? Well, I'm out of questions personally, just uh, very depressed. (laughs) Call it Cthulhu. (laughs) (laughs) We have reached the point of call it Cthulhu. (laughs) music. (laughs) I'm very depressed. All right. Nihilism has won. All right. (laughs) Any other questions before he leaves? No, I don't think I have any more. Okay. Thank you for answering our call, Gabriel. Thank you for answering the call. Thank you for answering our questions. We needed someone level-headed. For the record, I serve God, and I think that he is the path forward. But I do not agree with how Michael dealt with things. And I am sorry you were caught up in all of that, for what it's worth. It's actually worth a lot. Thank you. Good luck. You know where to call me. He disappears. I make sure I hang on to that little prayer book. (laughs) (laughs) So do we want to fast forward to everybody being together? Yep. Because we got to get back in that old library. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You meet up back at the library. So wait, you said Gabriel said that Lilith has a pack of vampires that worships her that's following her around. Yeah. About the gist of it. When I went down to... To help my dad, he said that there has been an uptick in the number of vampires in town lately. And I figured it was just based on them coming back for him, like we had found at the at the newspaper. But it sounds like this is a much bigger situation. Yeah, it must mean she's close. God, do you think she's already on to our connection? Not necessarily. I mean, it could just be that I'm not going to say the word coincidence. But that he has his own enemies in that camp? Oh, gosh. It seems a little too suspect for me to ignore. We come back together and we have these two bits of information that interlock so perfectly. Yeah, it looks like we're going to have to leave town. Um, That might be our last bit, but at least we're going to have to deal with Lilith regardless. God, it's just truly overwhelming to think of how many enemies we have. Let me just take a break. I think after our last dealings with Lilith, she's going to leave us alone if we leave her alone. That was the deal that she agreed to. Yeah. Yeah, that was the deal. We don't have anything she wants. She's not going to bother us. And she seems like the type who honors her deals. I mean, she might not specifically bother us, but she never made any promises about her ghouls, her vampires, not bothering everyone else and my family. I mean, those vampires, like, they're not just hanging out at the blood bank. You know what I mean? It's not like she's innocent in all of this. Oh, no, oh I no, didn't no. say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just so you all know, the feeling that you get, the best way I can put it is Lilith is the woman who is not seeming to acknowledge or notice the messenger god who seems to really want something from her that's kind of the dynamic that you're seeing is it seems very upset with her for some reason but she seems not to realize that he's around 
it's kind of invisible to her at this point. Now, whether that's because it hasn't shown itself yet or because she doesn't see it as a threat, you're not sure. But the playing the two off each other, like Gabriel said, is an option, but it's dangerous. Very. I think that's our most dangerous option, if I'm being honest. I mean, I don't want to be tied to that entity either. Yeah. Who would? It's tempting to go that route and be connected to the power of all our other selves. But that's not just strings it comes with. That's a leash. Yeah, it's definitely so that it's we'll be connected probably for two seconds before we're uh, desiccated corpses in every single freaking universe that exists. So I'm not even tempted by that, to be honest. Other Baileys can keep being queens and robbers and freaking crocodile Dundee. I, I'm not interested. <laughs> but and I know it's our most dangerous option. Maybe we could do some more research and see if there's another way we could take Lilith out just without it. Or maybe we research and see if we can find this symbol and get it fucking tattooed everywhere on our bodies if we have to. And then we say, you know what? We are not getting in the middle of this and step away. I'm all for this sigil plan. I mean, sigil either way, no matter what. Sigil's a given. (laughs) Sigil for life. Throughout history, gods have used humans as pawns, and the humans always end up getting the short end of the stick and usually dying horribly. And those are the good endings. Right. I don't want to get between two powerful entities. I want to say, nope, I'm out. There's a lot of reluctance that makes a lot of sense. Maybe we can start by looking for the sigil and seeing what are the limits of its power. We can go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Cecil, you have been kind of taking all this in, but you also have a lot of things that are going on in your own mind about, well, who you are at this point and what you should do and all of that. I guess my question is, is at some point, do you like make an appointment with your doctor or... Oh, I don't trust them. Do you even want to, like, how would you find out, how would you do a human test, I guess? That's the thing is, Cecil is thinking of it on two different levels. Like, thinking of it, like, scientifically, what would be the way to figure this out and have an understanding of whether or not she is actually human, but also, on the other hand, thinking of it philosophically, what makes somebody human versus something else. And isn't really sure where to go with that. You know, it's, I don't know yet. Like, it's definitely plaguing her, but it's not like she has an immediate solution and she's not going to go to the doctor. They relay all that information to the government anyway. <laughs> yes, it's all it's one big conspiracy. Definitely. OK, let's do another round of this time. I want you to do occult rolls. Oh, yay! Yeah, mine's better in that. Mine, mine's terrible. <laughs> Ooh, I got a 37 under my 70. And I got a 40 under my 73. I got a 17 under my 43. Holy shnike, I got a 6 under my 9. Wow. Lucky. So here's the deal. There are a plethora of different kind of sigils and signs. There is a whole bunch 
of magical, well, it and the entities that have this stuff written down wouldn't see it as magic. They would see it as hyper advanced science, basically. And there is a whole bunch of it strewn throughout of a lot of these different books. Here's the trade-off. You all can study this stuff and kind of come up with, okay, what kind of spells are there? What kind of things can we use? What kind of protection things are going to do? But you all know that reading these books can give you nosebleeds and you can lose your resolve to deal with any of it. But the more that you read, the more that you see that there are some answers possibly within these pages. It's going to take a few weeks, maybe even a month of sifting through this. It's not an easy thing to go through. And then the other question is, is, is there somebody out here that's already a practitioner of these particular arts? So gray again, but not as gray as the opportunities you've been given in the past. Mira, have you ever talked maybe effusively to your parents about these cosmic matters? I mean, they know that we have been noticed, but from what my dad said before, it's kind of outside of his purview. And I'm going meta-wise, I'm going based off of what I remember from the last time he took us to the library and was like, oh shit. <laughs> he did tell me that like, obviously he's not the only one who deals with these things and he was going to send out feelers for a full-time apprentice. But maybe that also means he knows somebody who will already have experience. Yeah, some sort of, it seems like any sort of head start someone might have on this material could help us greatly. So <laughs> novice or journeyman. Just to throw this out there, also, you know that there are a lot of people who give information to Seattle Strange. It's a possibility one of their connections might also be cued into this. I'm also wondering, the focus for my mind is the sigils versus the spells. And we're coming across various sigils. Is there are they vastly different or they have a connecting factor where it's like somebody's put their own flavor on them where we can make like the uber sigil? There is a few in particular that seem to be from some and I need everybody to make resolve checks because you're learning a lot right now. So this is where that burn comes in. Ooh. The pain of curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made it. I made, I made mine, too. I did not make mine. Okay. Okay, 41 under... Ooh, 70. Okay, awesome. Yes. All right. I was only, like, two away from crit. So Ooh. Ooh. 90, 96 over my 70. Oh, Golly. man. So you have delved a little too deep. And we'll even say maybe it's that cosmic forces have a way to tug on you. And there's cosmic forces that want you to start mapping out existence and history. And you take seven points. So what I need to do is make a 50-50 roll right now. Eight. Oh, wait. No, 98. <laughs> Oof. Okay. So you are fully aware of everything that you're reading. Go ahead and roll a six-sided die. Six. Oh, GM's choice. Okay. <laughs> you're reading through this book and... 
you start to scream at the book, you're having a full-on conversation and it almost feels like the book is screaming back at you. Right then, because you guys are in this back room, Cecil, you just glance outside. You have this feeling something's wrong. And Maribel is screaming in the back of the library. And you look through and you notice that there seems to be three agents, men in black, kind of looking around the computer section that you were at not long ago. Great. What do you guys want to do? Is there a back door to the the back library? <laughs> Make a luck roll for me. Let's see. Okay. Uh... You want to roll under your luck, right? Under your luck, correct. I got an 88 over my 34. I shut Mirabelle's book as soon as she started screaming, if I could. I, I don't know if she's like in rictus or something, but... Yeah, you go up and you it do a strength check for me to try to, like, pry this thing away. All right, let's see. And actually, Michelle, can you give me a roll for your strength as well? Yeah, please do, because I just failed uh, sure. 85 over my 50. So, no. In fact, the book opens wider. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 32 under my 50. Oh, okay. So, the book's open. She's screaming. You're trying to close it. Uh, Mira, what are you doing in this very... I'm going to try to... Oh, man. This is a difficult one. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit, this is happening. And this is happening. And then, like... I'm going to try to assist Bailey in wrestling the book away from Maribel, if that means like... Well, I'll say if, if both of you are trying to do it, then you're able to do it. You slam the book shut. Cecil, you realize that, no, there isn't a back door out of this particular room, but there are these large windows that you could go through and you do notice that the screaming has led these men in black to take a look towards the room that you guys are in and they're starting to walk towards the back so you could escape out the window it is on the first floor so it's not like a fall or anything yeah i'm just going to turn to them time to go and start heading for the window okay I'm going to say you're able to get out before they get to the room. And I'm going to also say that you're able to, well, I'll leave this up to you. You were all looking into books. You can either carry those books with you out, which the library might not be too happy with, or you can leave the books behind. Ah, uh, this is supposed to be a whole secret room, right? So they're going to take everything. This is going to be barren next time we come through. I mean, if the government is consistent. So <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I, I held on to my book as soon as we realized we had to, we're running from men in black again. Yeah. I mean, we can always do kind of a surreptitious return later if we're wrong. Yeah. If they don't take everything. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> so I had books open to like various symbols because I was trying to compare them. Correct. I'm going to do something real shitty. I'm going to rip the symbol pages out of the books and stuff them into my top and escape out the window. I'm sorry. I need to make a resolve check for being, even though it's fiction, it's terrible to me. Oh, I know. <laughs> this is awful, but like... Ripping a book. I know. Like I said, I'm, I, I'm doing something real shitty. So you all escape out the back. You have your pages. Bailey has her book. What about you, Michelle? What was, what was Maribel's choice? 
And Mira, you're leaving your book, correct? No, I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm going to stuff the book I had because I'm still in an argument with it, probably, at least mentally. <laughs> oh, that's true. It. You know what? Sorry. I guess uh, that we'll leave it up to Bailey then. Are you going to keep the book that she was arguing with or are you going to throw it away? Was Well, it's. I kind of imagine that it was hard to put down. Was there like a force thing to it or was it just all just No, it was all her. She was having a bad reaction to whatever she read. Got it. Okay, cool. Then, because um, I, I, I was kind of assuming it would be stuck to her somehow, but <laughs> Velcro book or something. But if it's not a giant, like, Bible-looking thing, then yeah, I would have grabbed it too. Okay, cool. So you all make it out back, and you escape back to the apartment to be able to take more time. Like I said, this is going to take you a little bit to kind of piece all this stuff together. And when you get back to your apartment... Zeus and Themis are waiting for you. Zeus has way more clothes on, luckily. He lets you in and they go, sorry, we had information and we decided to wait for you. We think we figured out some ideas for the whole history thing. Okay, cool. Here are a couple of things we can do. So obviously Zeus lost a daughter. And the way that the cosmos was trying to fix that is by picking a new person. Now, gods have a lot of different abilities when it comes to creating children. We can even create children that are fully formed adults. It, it's all just part of it. So our first idea was seeing if we could possibly break Hera out of her jail so that they could reunite and make a new child together. I know that sounds insane to all of you, but you got to think in God terms. You got to think in myth terms, not in human level reality. So that's one issue. I mean, mostly thinking in myth terms is that every time Zeus and Hera reunite, it ends with some poor woman and her kids getting cursed because Zeus couldn't keep it in his pants. I know. I totally get that, babe. But see, this Zeus is not the same as that Zeus. I mean, they're the same, but there's been a lot of growth over the last 3,000 years. He's not sleeping around like he used to. And that's the angle we're going with is there's no other woman involved in this situation. Um, I mean, if I recall my mythology... Wasn't Athena born from Zeus's head alone? Like he didn't have to have somebody else? Well, the short answer is no. Zeus swallowed Athena's mother. It, it's a whole story that we don't have time for, but that wouldn't work. The reason we're thinking Hera and not just, it could be anyone. It literally could be anyone uh, that could do this, but Hera's his wife and even though they've had a lot of issues over the years, it could lead to a reconciliation and possibly, I just, I, I don't want to ask some poor mortal woman to put herself in that position. That's what I'm trying to avoid. So I'd rather not put a mortal in that kind of position again, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, at this point, throwing another god into the mix, how much of a difference is that going to make? <laughs> well, there are issues. See, Hera did not sign the pact 
between the Christian gods and our gods. She refused, she fought, and so she was imprisoned with a lot of other gods that would not. Zeus signed because he was like, whatever. Zeus goes, I signed? Yes, you did. Oh. Are there conjugal visits in this god prison? Not so much. God's kind of not great with the whole sex thing, just historically. I can imagine just one conjugal visit would lead to the destruction of the entire prison. Yeah, he, he's not really looking to let two gods of that power in the same area. You know, it's like go to Supermax with a bunch of guns. Uh, it's not something that God's going to want. Fair, fair. Okay, so what does this have to do with us is the big question. Well, it affects Maribel because we have to make a decision on how we're going to replace her if she's not going to take up the mantle. Um, it is always a choice, but it is never an easy choice. Yeah, let's try and get Hera out, I guess, would be my decision. What do you guys think? I mean, you say let's like we're going to do that. No, no. I mean, like, let's agree that they're going to try and get Hera out. Yeah, you all wouldn't be able to do this. This is something we would do. We wanted to talk to you about it first, because whether you like it or not, Maribel's connected to all of it. So if it goes south, it could put Maribel in a bad position because gods. Well, it sounds like it's your decision, Maribel. I'll support what you want. Same. Then I say, try and get Hera out. Okay. Sure. And she takes Zeus away with her. And I think this is a good place for us to wrap this one up. All right. Thank you, everybody. Where can we find all of you wonderful people? Let us start with Mac. Hey, y'all. I have been and will continue to be Mac Beauvais. And uh, you don't have to rip any pages out of books to find me. Uh, just go to the internet and look for at Strange Like That. Hi, I am Pooja. I've been playing Mira Rao. Feels like a responsibility is, is just get thrust upon her at every at every moment but uh but to see less responsibility and more cats you can look me up on the internet <laughs> it's forgotten saves hello i'm saint or saint spider and uh i've been out here <laughs> just suffering but you can find me oh as bailey not a saint sorry uh <laughs> you, can, you can find me not suffering on twitter at saint spider tv that's s-a-i-n-t-s-p-i-d-e-r tv thank you hey i'm michelle and you can find me on the socials at michulu that's m-i-c-h-u-l-h-u you can also find my music and wes's sound effects if you subscribe to the plate mail games catalog through battle bards and i'm wes otis you can find me at plate mail games on twitter you can also find us at 12 sided stories all spelled out.com all our links are there you can find us on twitter and facebook and all the places a good place to find us though is definitely discord come by join up say hello you can also join us on patreon or coffee and support the show we always appreciate that or give us a review or a shout out on your favorite platform we appreciate that as well and thank you for listening we will talk to you next time on other world seattle bye, bye.